Hello and welcome to the Ideology Podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Ziddle, at Dr. Tim Ziddle on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create informative and short episodes designed to make personal growth and development fun again so you can cut the learning curve and become the best version of yourself while creating success at any level. Here we go. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze just drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. (laughs) I am absolutely fascinated by music and the effect of music. As somebody who has loved music, who has dabbled in it totally on an amateur hour level since I was a little kid, um, I listen to a ton of music all the time. It is the background noise, you know, obviously people talk about it as the soundtrack of their life. And as such, I really wanted to do some research on what does it look like to have music affect you positively, negatively, or neutrally. Is music something that we just listen to? Does it just occupy space in our background? Or does it have the ability to influence our behaviors, positive or negative? Now, for this podcast episode, I am going to tell you I am going to be wholly biased. I'm only going to give you one side of the research, one side of the story, and that is because I'm committed to bringing you things that improve your growth. It is no secret that there is plenty of research out there that shows that lyrically, um, 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 tempo-wise, beat-wise, there can be negative influences as a result of music. I will tell you why that is in a little bit, but I'm not going to focus on the reasons why music can be negative and detrimental. All I am going to tell you is a couple ways that music can be helpful. It can encourage personal growth or professional growth. It can make you a better person personally and even inside of your relationships in your community. And that, I believe, is the conversation worth having. So with that, um, I saw some articles, one of which was done by Summer Allen, um, and, and I thought it was an absolutely fantastic, fa- fantastic article that was written. And she said that there was a whole bunch of studies she looked at, and I I was able to pour into these as well. But specifically, back in 2017, 18, I think, they did a study that showed that people on average in the United States were listening to around 32 hours worth of music every week. The crazy part about that is that not only was that total continuing to rise, but it had gone up five hours a week from the previous study they did a year before. So people are listening to music now more than ever with the invention of things like Spotify and Pandora and all of these platforms, it has become so easy to have music as a part of almost every activity. So how does music affect your behavior, mood, and personality? That's what we're gonna dive into today. How can music make you a better person? We're gonna cover four or five of those ways. Now, music remains one of the most inexplicable, fulfilling, magical aspects of the human experience. It has the ability to be anything from a distraction to a form of expression, a work of art. Uh, And having said that, the science behind all of it is pretty consistent. 
Music, as a definition, is about a collection of sounds or vibrations and tones that are organized over a certain period of time. Now, whether we're talking about music in the context of working or school, whether we're looking at it from the lens of mental health or development and growth, music has a profound impact on human beings. And so we're gonna talk about some of the ways that music affects your behavior, mood, and personality. And with that, I'm gonna share some research studies and then we're gonna end it off with four to five ways that music will make you a better person. And with that, I will tell you, it's going to be up to you. Obviously, me sitting here behind this microphone cannot influence any of your music decisions. I can just give you the information I've received. I will tell you though that after hearing this, my hope is that you walk away from this realizing that music isn't as simple as just what comes on the radio and listening to what that is. Although if that's your strategy, go for it. You're gonna probably hear a lot of cool songs that no one else is exposed to. But if you choose your music intentionally, or at least certain types of music intentionally, it has the ability to push you further towards success in your goals than it does if you just listen to music by default to fill the space, okay? Now, let's talk about first how music affects behavior. And I will tell you as an aside that one of the biggest variables I saw that were consistent across all of these studies was that music affects mood and mood affected behavior. So music, a lot of times people would make the conclusion that music is going to affect behavior or productivity or output, but it was mainly doing this through the lens of music improving or decreasing someone's mood. Their, their, um, their ability to show up happy and joyful versus melancholy and sad. So with that, I just again want to make sure you know, music affects your mood and your mood is what affects your productivity. So if you wanna be more productive, if you want to be um, more loving, encouraging, generous, kind, listen to music that puts you in a better mood, okay? With that, let's dive right in, okay? Similar to working out, Music has the ability to help you stay focused and active even when you're carrying out mundane and repetitive tasks, right? How many of us have been at work working on that spreadsheet and we've just thought to ourselves, gosh, if we only had a background track to get us through this day, right? There was a professor named Teresa who was working on a music therapy program at the University of Miami and she was researching the effect of music in the workplace. So she had studied various information technology specialists people who sat behind a computer, who were listening to music while completing a task. And what she found was that the people who listened to music completed tasks more quickly and they produced more creative ideas than others. And she found that a large part of that is due to how music affected someone's mood, just like we talked about, okay? There was another survey that was conducted by PRS and 73% of workers were more productive when background music was played and 65% of businesses said that music in the workplace made them more productive. While a lot of the research, specific study by study, was anecdotal, right? There weren't like big variables and there weren't like massive breakthroughs. They found that the power music can have on distancing oneself from reality, being able to find a rhythm and a structure to doing a task, it enhanced people's focus and thereby their efficiency. And so remember that the songs that you listen to can be very helpful in getting work done. And, um, and with that, it can also help you learn. I don't think any of us are strangers to the studies that people have done on classical music and IQ and learning abilities. In fact, I think at some point they started calling it the Mozart effect because they were using compositions from Mozart 
Um, I believe it was at Harvard and the University of Wisconsin that most of these tests were conducted. And they suggested that music could raise someone's overall IQ about 10%. Some of these studies um, seem to be disputed. There was uh, contrasting evidence, but whether the Mozart effect is real or whether it's just an urban legend, we know that music has the ability to give whoever's listening to it greater control over their mental abilities. And the same goes for learning in a classroom library. Mundane repetitive task, the ability to dial in, focus, improve efficiency by music helping you block out your external world and remain concentrated, that absolutely has the ability to help you learn more or learn more effectively. And so with that, another one that I thought was really funny was they did some studies on music and driving. Um, The London Metropolitan University found that the pace of music played in a car can affect how the driver performs and how fast they drive. They found that mid-tempo songs like Coldplay, I think it was The Scientist uh, by Coldplay, or Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake, Those were the safest songs to drive through. So if you're a speed demon and you need to totally uh, have a revolution in your life, you need to play more Coldplay and Justin Timberlake, you are welcome. Having said that, uh, I thought it was very interesting that Fast Car uh, did not make it on this list um, or T-Bird or anything of the sort, uh, probably because that would have the opposite effect, which they found in their studies, it was hip hop music that was the most dangerous or risky driving, and heavy metal was the fastest driving. Shocker. Um, And the researchers believe that a medium pace setting song will best assist drivers. So again, if you're looking for that tip to help you become a better driver, uh, check what music you're listening to. With this, music affects mood and personality um, in the way that it can elicit joyful and melancholy sediment sentiments. And I thought it was interesting because the study that they did uh, at Durham University in the UK showed that listening to sad songs could have both a positive and melancholy effect on people. Um, They did a study too at the Journal of Consumer Research that said people tend to listen to sad music when they're going through a painful loss or breakup, not just because they want to be sad, although it does help them process through their grief, but because music can have a comforting, reassuring feeling I know it has for me. I definitely am guilty of doing that myself. And so when we think about it as a whole, people can tend to connect to music when it highlights their situation or it helps them express the emotion they're trying to achieve. So if somebody's trying to stay relaxed and calm, slow and soft song, right? On the other hand, if you want to feel confident and hyped, you're going to be getting into some hip hop and rock music. And I think we see that easily in the trends. Now with this, again, some people think music can have a negative effect effect, right? Swear words and, and, and some of the situations that music can create or, um, or, or can allude to. And we're not going to talk about that because that research is out there. It's easy to find. A lot of people are already aware of it. But what does it look like to, to see studies that have explored relationships between music and positive social behaviors? And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to give four. I think we're going to give five things that suggest that three aspects of music, the emotional uh, concept, the lyrical content, and its way of bringing specific groups of people that may be different together, these have the power to invoke good deeds. And so here's a list of research-tested ways that music can have a positive impact on you and your world. Number one, listening to uplifting music can make you happier. We've already talked about that, but also more generous. We have all felt these strong emotions listening to music, but there's a way to see a correlation between music that makes us happier 
and it makes us more likely to give of ourselves. There was a study that was done by Adrian North, Mark Tarrant, and David Hargreaves. Over 600 users at a university gym listened to either uplifting top 20 singles or, on the other hand, they listened to annoying computer music while they were working out. Later, they were asked either to sign a petition in support of a charity, which is super easy, just sign the paper, or they were asked to to help out, distribute pamphlets and brochures for a charity, which obviously is a more demanding task. While almost all of the participants from both groups signed the petition, significantly more of the participants from the uptempo music group agreed to help out. They took the extra step. And that suggests that music can make you more willing to expend energy to help other people. Other research showed that there was a loop between happiness and generosity. More happy people are more likely to give and vice versa. So while there's more studies that are needed, I would say, from what I found to actually confirm this, the results that were found in some of these studies that make people feel happier, increased happiness led to more generosity. Okay, so happier music, you're going to give back more, and that's going to make you happier, which is going to make you give back more, and that creates a positive feedback loop. Number two, songs with inclusive encouraging and kind lyrics can make you more helpful and empathetic. Think of like Michael Jackson's Heal the World, right? Um, or or um, the Black Eyed Peas had, uh, had that song, um, Where is the Love, right? And so with this, happy lyrics from upbeat so- songs, they, they may not have as much of an impact on people's behavior, but there's pro-social lyrics, right? Inclusive lyrics, advocating things like kindness, inclusivity, helpfulness. And while sometimes these lyrics can be really sappy or they seem like kind of too good to be true, they may have the ability to change the way we think and act at least in the short term. There was a study done by Tobias Grittmeyer who found that people who listen to music with pro-social lyrics like peace on earth, um, getting along with everybody, everybody coming together, were significantly more likely to think better thoughts compared to people who listen to songs with neutral lyrics. And so if people listen to a song with these lyrics, the impact went beyond just word association. They were more likely to donate money that they earned from participating in the experiment. Okay, so again, giving back, but giving back to people groups that they may not have usually given to before. So another study he did found that people who listen to music with these pro-social or inclusive lyrics picked up more pencils for an experimenter who pretended to spill them accidentally. They were also more likely to agree to do further unpaid experiments and they spent more time with them. So they gave money away, spent more time with the experimenters, and they were more helpful when someone else was in need. And what further analysis found was that the effect was due to increased empathy. And this was from people that listened to those types of songs. So when you are hearing about things like healing the world and creating peaceful situations and stepping out of conflict or talking about coming together happier and kinder and, and more inclusive, it appears as if you're more likely to actually do that. And so with that, um, you know, it's really, really cool to see that. The third thing is these inclusive encouraging songs may change how you spend your money. Conscious consumerism, right? This is a really, really big topic in today's society. And so in one experiment, almost 800 French restaurant customers ate lunch or dinner while listening to music with these kind, inclusive lyrics, or they also listened to music with neutral lyrics and music not selected for lyrical content. So the customers who had listened to pro-social music were more likely to leave a tip and their tips were bigger than others. 
In another study done by Nicholas Ruth, they found that guests who visited a German cafe with pro-social lyrics were more likely to buy organic fair trade coffee. Again, conscious consumerism. They were able to give back more in the marketplace in the way that they were buying and consuming. And so with this, I think it's really interesting that listening to better music or higher quality lyrics in your music can help you make better decisions that will have a ripple effect on the economy and the world around you. Super cool. Number four, as we're getting close to wrapping up here, song lyrics may change your attitude towards people different from you, right? Think of like Aretha Franklin's respect, right? They found that a lot of these songs can make you less aggressive, more accepting of other people's differences, and... In the example I just mentioned, more likely to respect women, which I thought was really interesting. A study by Nicholas Ruth found that people who listen to Bruno Mars' Count on Me, a song that's really uplifting and encouraging, pro-social lyrics, had fewer aggressive thoughts compared to those who listen to Bruno Mars' The Lazy Song, which is pretty neutral. Another study done by Gritmeyer from earlier found that German participants who listened to neutral lyrics were more likely to help a student with a German-sounding name pass out pamphlets for a project than a student with a Turkish sounding name. Whereas the participants who listened to pro-integration lyrics, right, listen to community-based lyrics, were equally likely to help both sets of people. So fascinating. People who listened, uh, you know, again, this study, listened to Respect by Aretha Franklin, more positive attitude and behavior towards women compared to those who, who listened with neutral lyrics, okay? Here's the thing. Listening to better music, inputting better things will make you more encouraging, more inclusive, and more community-minded. And number five, we'll finish up with this, making and moving to music can boost cooperation and connection. This is probably my favorite, which is why we're going to finish up with this. It is not just listening to music that can change our behavior for the better. Moving to music helps too. And before you even say anything, I am a singer, not a dancer, okay? I am a musician, not a dancer. So I get my music out in other ways. If you've ever said, why haven't we ever seen you dancing? It's not a pretty sight. (laughs) Having said that, uh, you are more than welcome if you're not a singer or a musician to dance. That's a really great way to help contribute because it synchronizes you with other people. There are several studies that show dancing to music with other people boosts helpful and give back behavior. One study um, by Kirshner and Tomasella, four-year-old kids behaved more cooperatively after making music together compared to kids who engaged in other social activities. Another study by Sorelli, Juan, and Trainer found even younger kids, 14-month-olds, were more likely to help the experimenter after bouncing around with the Beatles song, Twist and Shout. <laughs> so if you want your kids to clean up their toys and have a better room or help you with the chores, you need to play more Twist and Shout. Uh, with that, this increased cooperation isn't limited to kids uh, because they found that adults who sang together in groups or sang, even sang the same song at the same time, they cooperated more in an economic game and participated more in these types of give back or help help people that spilled things, you know, quote unquote, accidentally um, type of experiments. So with that, they also did a study I thought was super cool that suggests just viewing synchronized movements can influence how we see others. In this study, um, people watched videos of people walking side by side and imagined that they were one of those people. And when music was played with the videos, they were more inclined to see the people as close and connected versus when it was just silence. So music can help us feel connected and in tune with the people around us. 
Guys, this is absolutely incredible. I could not get enough of this stuff. And uh, I know this episode is a little bit longer than my usual ones, but I just couldn't help but wanna bring this to you guys and say, hey, when it comes to your music, the choices you make matter. They will influence your ability to connect better with people, be more generous, be happier, and have a better mood overall, and who wouldn't want that? It's gonna lead to better communities, better relationships, and more of the success you're looking for. So. What's your favorite songs? What are some of the songs you might listen to more of as a result of this podcast? Get at me, Dr. Tim Ziddle, on uh, Instagram and Tim Ziddle on Facebook. I would love to hear more from you and how we can connect more and create more music, make more art, and build better relationships together. Love you guys. We'll see you soon. You did it. You reached the end and hopefully you're one conversation, one episode closer to that breakthrough, to that success that you've been searching for. Again, you can like it, love it, share it, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm just grateful that you're here along for the ride and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.